The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Hi everybody, it's Alex here. Just a quick note before we start the podcast that this episode was recorded live at the Generator for International Women's Day. It was very scary, um, so if we sound weird, it's because we were nervous, and if the sound quality is weird, it's because it was in a big room. But it should be okay. Hope you enjoy. My name is Alex Casey. I am joined in a slightly larger room than usual uh, by Leonie Hayden and Michelle Court. Good evening, sisters and brothers. International Women's Day. I was expecting applause. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that easy? Can we just ask for a few? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. We're not going to make you do that all the time. I like this already. It's fine. We don't need to talk. Um, Yeah. So, first of all. We want to say thanks to everyone who made this happen, everyone who got us here today, has given us uh, lovely drinks, lovely chips. I want you to know this is a safe space to rustle in your goodie bags as well. Um, no judgments here, just do whatever you want. Yeah. So, first of all, Bon Tampons and Brina is here. Bon is our Brina from Bon, everyone. Amazing. Lovely product placement. We're going to do a tampon scramble later. Get ready. Um, Generator for hosting us in this wonderful room. (laughs) Our building is right next door to this one, and it's like the before photo in like like an online diet ad. Like, their generator's the after photo, and our building's the before one. Yeah, it's very leaky. There are no leaks in here. That's great. Um, Generator, looking for a hot desk, looking for a function room. Generator's your place. It's really good. Is it all right? It's great. Yeah, you're really good at this. Thanks. Also, a lovely soap in the toilet. Akoya. Mm. Mm. (laughs) And hand cream. There's hand cream. I always think that's a really nice touch. Then you know you're in a special place, a good place. I always load up if there's nice hand cream. I'm like, yes. All the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the bag. (laughs) Do not check our pockets. Um, And goodie bags. So we've got. Bon tampons, as we mentioned, proper crisps. Yeah, they were great. They were great. Mine are gone. I was gonna go through the other goodie bags before you got here, but I thought that was rude. Mm. I didn't. Mm. Um, we've got products from Clinique, Estee Lauder, 
Fancy. Like, so fancy. So fancy. So much fancier than we are. And <laughs> we're like, we've, we've scrounged through the goodie bags. Like, this is our moment. We did this just to get goodie bags. I hope you know That's that. True. That's true. Um, and Little Bird, who have put these delicious macaroon. I don't know if it's macaron or macaroon. It's too flash for me. It's a ma- I think it's a macaroon, and it's said on the label. I can't show you because I've eaten it. Not the label. Oh, no, I did eat the label. Also the but label. it's coconut and strawberry, and everything in it is organic, and it says it will taste like summer. And it, it does. Like, I ate it, and I couldn't think of anything mm. that was like that in Auckland for the last three months. So <laughs> great. And we also, we are like... Don't want to brag, but we're kind of like beauty bloggers now. So we have a discount code for Little Bird. Yeah. So 20% off in the next week. Go on, buy your macaroons and put in the spin-off. Sweet discount. See? This is amazing. We've reached we've reached the pinnacle of our careers. It's all down from here. Peak influencer. <laughs> um, so should we get into it? Yeah. yeah. International Women's Day. How does it feel? What did you do? What do you think? I feel more international than usual. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I stayed in Auckland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I had a, a problem with it in the same way that annoys me that everyone waits until Māori Language Week to release, like, really cool, interesting, interactive, like, media content. It's like, yeah. just do it all year round. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate that people make the effort, but I just saw lots of cool content today, and I was like, you should just Are you- not compete with other media outlets and just do that, like, Two months before. Are you suggesting that a day a year isn't enough for women? I know. Too much too soon, Is I'd that, say. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, I apologize. <laughs> a whole a whole day? I did some interviews. I got asked um, why isn't there an international men's day? It's a terrible thing. It's November nineteenth and also every other day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, who asked you that? Uh, uh, somebody from Radio Live. Oh. Yeah, who didn't believe anything <laughs> I was telling him, so it was good fun, and I did tell him some lies, but most of it was true. So, um, but yeah, so but but our one, the real one, uh, has been going for a hundred years. Uh, 1917, Russian wow. women had a peace and bread protest, and four days later, the Tsar, I want to say resigned, it's not resigned, um, abdicated. And women in Russia got the vote four days after the protest on the 8th of March. Oh. So, um, yeah, so it had a pretty auspicious start. Apparently mm. Vladimir Putin is still really into International Women's Day. Like, is he? he personally goes around and hands out bunches of flowers to all of the women in the administration. Well, because he likes the ladies. Just a performative gesture. Vladimir, on the rag, do you yeah. reckon? Yeah. Our first gift. Yeah. Come on in. World's greatest feminist. <laughs> Way to be a person. Um, we actually tried to, well, I tried to ban all men from publishing on the spin-off today. And it worked. But I also found myself, it's kind of this backwards thing, which Brody Nelson, who's in the crowd, has pointed out. On International Women's Day, I ended up doing more work than I normally do <laughs> in my whole life. So I was like, maybe we should have gone on strike. Yeah. No. Yeah, we should have a lie down, really. There's still time. Have. I did sleep in this morning, but it wasn't because it was International Women's Day. Just because? I mean, now it is. It is because of that reason now. I've just decided that's yeah. why I slept in. Um, I also celebrated by watching the AM show this morning. Um, that's fine. Don't worry about that. Mark Richardson was very confused about International Women's Day. He was kind of just constantly, like, shook in the background of shots. Like, they'd bring in people and be like, and now he is again, talk about Women's Day, and you could just see him going... <laughs> <laughs> like trying to process it all 
And there was like, there were so many amazing moments. I mean, I, I might even go back and watch it again, but they had this moment where they were like, and it's not just a special day because it's International Women's Day, it's also Duncan Garner's birthday! <laughs> and then he was all like... And it was like this massive big thing. Someone brought in a cake. They sang happy birthday. And I was like, this is not good television, first of all. <laughs> it took ages. And then you could see Mark Richardson going in the background, like wanting to say something. And then he's like, it's a bloody girly cake, mate. <laughs> Just wow. yelled from the sports corner. That's good content. Mark. Oh, I'm really sorry I missed that. <laughs> just like, no idea. I don't even know what this show is that you're talking about. This is the show. new breakfast show that Duncan Garner's doing instead of Paul Henry. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. And they had a poll. You know how people have these polls and you're like, you don't need that poll. <laughs> yeah. Should we still have International Women's Day? Oh, really? Like it's there, like they're in charge yeah. of it? We won't have oh, it there. Come on. Mark was very against it. Oh, wow. I mean. yeah. <laughs> is it the international or the women's bit that he doesn't like? <laughs> yeah, so it's too confusing. Too confusing. I'm trying to think what else happened today. So Radio New Zealand nearly had another all male panel. And they didn't? They didn't. No, they, they, re- they called the woman. We need to get the woman. In. Was One it you? Woman. No, no, no. Oh. It was Penny Ashton on today. Ah. So yeah, so that was that's good. That was Christ better than last year. They yeah. thought that through. You'd think they would have put it in like highlighted in their calendar after last year, but. No, it's as simple. Yeah. Not as woke as Vladimir Putin, apparently. <laughs> um, I also looked through, there's just some good headlines of the day. Ed Sheeran hooked up with Taylor's Girl Squad. Happy International Women's Day. Okay, great. Yep. I didn't read it. I assume yes. <laughs> what a baller. Um, the problem with Ivanka's look. Oh, yay. Let's oh, what is it? What that. is it? I didn't read it. Oh. <laughs> um, is it anything to do with her dad? I mean, I would so The problem with her look is her jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was also um, backlash because ABC in Australia had an all-woman, had a man band as well, and, uh, you know, broadcasting, and people were very angry about it. People were either angry that it was sexist towards men, not a thing. Not a thing. Or... Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's not real. No. <laughs> Or it was kind of like tokenism, like why can't you just do this all the time? I, 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 I kind of like it, I, and I also kind of like it that people get angry. <laughs> I love it. But, <laughs> but it's a good reminder, you know, in the 1960s it was um, broadcasting policy that women weren't allowed to read the news on the radio or on, uh, later on on television. Sure, yeah, mm. well, no authority. And if women read the news, people go, oh, that didn't happen. And <laughs> um, so, so women were allowed to uh, do the weather forecast because no one believes that. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, you expect that that will be a lie. So I think it's yeah. So I think it's really the great weather in the Coromandel today. Um, so I think it's really great that um, that women get to do all the jobs because maybe there were some jobs there today that women you know, don't usually do, or women who got to do jobs that they don't personally do, and you only learn to do stuff by doing stuff. And so yeah, I think it's great, and I just love it that it pisses me off. I'm sorry, but I do. But for a whole day, I can't be heard. Fuck you. <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're basically doing this podcast, reflecting on, because we haven't done a February one either, so we're going to go back a little bit and look at some things that happened in February and, and the start of March, starting with Rachel Smalley and Boobgate. <sighs> Boobgate. Now, do you guys know about this column that Rachel Smalley wrote? I'm going to see you on some beautiful headshakes. 
Okay, so she wrote a, a column. It was kind of, it started out fine. It's, yeah. To be fair, it started, the first couple of paragraphs were kind of like, well, we live in this world and women have to, you know, look a certain women way. Women are told stupid things about how they should look and how they, how the way they naturally look is wrong. Yeah. yeah. And the only way to change that is with plastic surgery. Blah, that's so horrible. But I hate women who get plastic surgery. They look Blah. wrong. <laughs> I think they look wrong. It was, I, she lost me when she said that she couldn't ever imagine wanting to have fake breasts, I think was the way she phrased it. And I just go, how can you not imagine that? How can you not see that, you know, after a mastectomy, you might want to have fake breasts? Yeah. Where's, where's that level of empathy? And also, I remember when I was really young, meeting a woman who um, was probably 17, same age as me, and was having a breast reduction because she said that all anybody could see when they met her was her yeah. chest and it really affected her. So she had a reduction and it, it changed her life and made her happier. And it's, it, why can't you imagine that? Yeah. What's wrong with mm. that? Mm. I, you know. Yeah, so that's where she lost me. And then it was just a whole lot of, you look wrong. I don't it know. wasn't I just that was wrong. a very specific person plastic surgery. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> that she was talking about, which made it so much weirder. And allegedly, it's just <laughs> beef between Dio girls. <laughs> allegedly. 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 We can't possibly weigh in on it's that. It just adds a whole other level of weird to it. Uh, what I really liked is her crazy descriptions of what she thinks women look like. Like she had... She basically came to this conclusion. Oh, hold on. She talked about you could drive a mini club club man. Is that a car? It's a, yes, a <laughs> mini club person, I think, is the problem. <laughs> she said Model. you could drive a club man between the boobs, which doesn't seem right. And also that she I bet you couldn't. Eh? <laughs> it sounds like a threat. Guys, this is also a science podcast. I'm here to talk about the truth. <laughs> and the truths. <laughs> couldn't drive a van through there. <laughs> That'll be your next follow. <laughs> Um, and she was really angry about Kardashians. You can't get an ass that size unless you sew on a pillow. And how does she get in the bath? Wait, who's ever thought about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no butt shaming, no. No butt shaming. No, no butt shaming. And so she kind of like decided that all of these pillow butts and club man boobs and whatever give her grave concerns for the future of women. No. No, I'm kind of worried about... Pay parental leave and and the pay equity gap. That's, yeah. that's, I find that a little more worrying than whether you can get a mini clubman up your chest. Yeah. <laughs> or if your ass fits in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> she died trying to get into the bath. Yeah. Um, so she's got a prediction, because this is a science podcast. She's got a prediction about what women will look like in the future. Ooh. The ultimate woman's figure will soon resemble a duck. We'll have huge beak-like lips, a small chest with fake nipples, and we'll be waddling around with a great big booty out the back. I don't reckon, eh? Hey. I don't reckon. I don't, I no, don't. I'm it's pretty hot. <laughs> it's good on the water. On the we water. get stuff done. But Looks duck, like a duck, quacks beaks. like a duck, might be a lady. But beaks are long and pointy. Mm. That is not a sexy pelt. Tell Kim Kardashian there, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not buying it. No, no. So, yeah, that's just, that was kind of a weird thing that happened. It's always weird to blame, you know, the women who have all these pressures put on them and make decisions yeah. to try and live their best life inside these horrible structures and not 
the legions of men that run the plastic surgery yeah, industry yeah, or yeah, the yeah. advertising industry or the beauty industry. It's yeah. It's just that's not where the focus is. And every know. every now every time somebody sets women against women, it's just not helping. It's mm. not helping any of us. Yeah. Right. And what does she think is going to happen? That the person's going to read this and I don't know how you take out boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I guess they do it. Mate, Vel- they just, just velcro it on. Yeah. <laughs> just come to the realization that you're wearing a carport. Get in there. People keep trying to park. Um, between sections we're going to have we've had like a lot of questions on Facebook if anyone's asked us a question on Facebook thank you very much oh social media if you haven't liked us on Facebook already um, Ah. on the rag pod on Facebook hashtag OTR pod and if you do any Instagrams or tweets or Snapchat Snapchat tonight hashtag OTR pod and hashtag generator NZ that would be awesome except if it's mean don't tag us in that yeah. yeah, and if we look bad, yeah, we don't want to know about <laughs> it. Um, Kerrya Nelson has asked, "Can I be a self-respecting feminist and really like rap music?" I am, and I do help. You go for it, Kerrya. Look, honestly, if you went through, if you decided you weren't going to listen to a genre of music because it was a bit mean to the ladies, or you know, proper sexist bullshit, you'd it'd be very quiet in your world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I struggle with this as well as a rap fan. There are, there is some quite like explicit trap music that I actually won't listen to because it's too misogynistic. But that does mean that my bar has been lowered quite considerably for the stuff that I will listen to, yep. which I would absolutely would not accept in like indie rock. It's yep. really weird how much it sort of fucks with those uh, levels of expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you actively seek out stuff that's not hating on women? Uh, I would. I don't listen to that kind of music if I don't feel like listening to music that hates on women. Oh, God, no, that does not sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Sexist Leone, ladies and gentlemen. Tuesday, she's just so... There are some genres where it's just like I know the bands that I like and then I'll just listen to those and then there's some genres where it's like everything changes so quickly. Yeah. Like hip-hop and trap and R&B that you sort of, you go to Spotify and you listen to whatever the latest thing that comes out is or like artist radio that just puts you onto more and more and more different artists. And I'll sort of get halfway through a song and just be like, ugh, don't, no. And then just, I just probably won't listen to that artist again. But it won't stop me from listening to the next artist. And then if I decide I've had enough, then I'll just go back to listening to some emo rock dude. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the Shirelles. And I know that's oh. not, I know that's not rap. But um, <laughs> just the, bands the, you the like. <laughs> did a song in the 60s called um, He Hit Me and It Felt Like a Kiss. And it's horrific, yeah, but it, has, it doesn't mean that I won't song. listen to Motown or, yeah, or right. Shirelles. It's just, it's appalling. But at yeah. least that has, the, like, the excuse of being of that era. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a it's a time. It know was actually better. shit at the time. But yeah, 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 that's yeah. True. But, yeah. Is there any non-sexist rap or rapper? Oh, there's heaps. Is there? Yeah, yeah, there's heaps. Macklemore. <laughs> Is that true? Did I even say it right? Macklemore. Macklemore. Okay, no, even within 
black artists. There are lots of non Oh, no, no, I'm racist. Here we go. Six is racist and wait for the last one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be, but okay. it's going to be good. Like Let's move good. on. Let's move on. I was also going to say to that, in terms of, like, beyond liking non-feminist, like, media, like, I like The Bachelor, you know? Yeah. I yeah. love The Bachelor. Yeah. And it's kind that of like... question can be applied to all yeah, kinds absolutely. of stuff. Can yeah, absolutely. Can it still be a feminist and, like, dot, dot, Anything. Dot. And it's like Michelle says, you just you can't function without uh -uh. some of these things. And just you have to take a break sometimes. If you're doing good work in other places, maybe you can just watch 21 women try and date Jordan Major. You know, it's fine. If that's what you're into. If that's what you want to do, be yourself. Um, Emma Watson. Speaking of being yourself, she, she has got in touch. She uh, did a photo shoot with a little old rag called Vanity Fair. Oh, yeah. And she got uh, you know, hounded by people from, again, two different sides. People yeah. saying, how dare you be a feminist and preach about respecting women, but also show your boobs a little bit. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I just think that it's, I've, it's 2017. I didn't see that coming. I was just like, really? I loved it that she said, I don't know what my tits have got to do with feminism. Yeah. It was, really, it was great. People don't get the... the People don't understand that feminists are allowed to be sexy and that and they confuse sexual with sexual exploitation. Mm. Mm. And it depends on it's so much about um, you owning it and you approving it and you being happy to present yourself to the The thing that always fucks me off is that there's if you got a Venn diagram and you got the group of people who say women shouldn't show their a certain amount of skin, you know, yeah, you're being you're rude and exploiting yourself. And you got, voice. And then you get in that voice. And then there's this <laughs> other group of people who say um, it's appalling that women have to cover themselves if they're Muslim mm. with a burqa. If you got those two groups together, there's this massive crossover in the middle of all these people who go, women should show some skin, but yeah. not too much. And mm. we will say what is too much and what is too yeah. little. Mm -hmm. And I just like, fuck off. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yes. That's, that's going to be the theme of the night, I think. <laughs> because as we've already covered on the podcast before, when people were wearing skirts that came out to here and down to here and up to here and down to here, <laughs> women were still getting raped. Yeah. And it makes absolutely no difference yeah. to, to that culture. It's about the mentality of the culture. It's certainly got nothing to do with what we're wearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing about this Emma Watson thing is that there was backlash from inside the feminist community of people who said, but you said this in an article yeah, three this? years yeah. ago. And how dare you, hypocrite, get all, go away. Um, and what, what she actually said was that when Beyonce had released the video, I can't remember what it's called now, she said... Was she, it Lemonade? Or I think it was Lemonade. It was. So anyway, she, um, Emma was asked about it in, in, in an interview, and one tiny quote from that interview is that she wasn't sure how she felt about it. She felt conflicted about how sexual that image was. Yeah, and she said that the gaze felt very male. From the camera, mm. yeah. And yeah. then, so people, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And um, so I'm so glad people can see me when I do that shit now. <laughs> um, and then she last night released the full transcript of that interview, which is so thoughtful and considered mm -hmm. and presents both re possible responses. Yeah. And so somebody pulled a little thing out to go, Emma. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing, it's like two years is a long time as well. And yeah. everyone's learning the whole time. Yeah. 
people at Emorts are learning very publicly. Yeah. So are we in a way. Yeah. What is she? She's Don't fucking, cut she's their mouth out. Like she's really, she's just, she's just this new. She's just new to the planet. And so she's a, you know, we're all works in progress and, and she's new uh, mm. than some. I bet even if you went and listened to our old podcast. Bullshit, eh? Minefield. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Don't yeah. do it. No one do it. <laughs> no one no, never do that. <laughs> Leak the tapes. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, no, Beauty and the Beast isn't out yet. But do you reckon, is Beauty and the Beast good or bad? I think it's great. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, because she's a fringe dweller bookworm. Yeah. And she, she rescues him. She rescues the beast. She also falls in love with him. But he has to earn the love. And so her lesson is is, uh, be proactive and uh, don't judge a book by its cover. And his lesson is you must earn love and respect. I just fucking love it, eh? The the new one or the old one? Just the story. Just the story. I really love it. I love it. You've got to sing for Shaggy Men. I really love the ones with the big horns. <laughs> I actually prefer, I mean, I know we're not going into this and we don't want to make this a fairies podcast. <laughs> but I, reckon, but I prefer animated old school beauty, Beauty and the Beast Beast to the new wave one. Have you that, seen it? That mocap. But how can you say if you haven't seen it? I have seen it. Oh, you, you have? have Spoiler alert. Not oh. <laughs> oh, damn. So but you can Sorry. have both. It doesn't have to be an either or situation. We can have both those movies. Yeah. I haven't seen the original. Oh, what? I love it. Oh, I've got it from Disneyland. I've got a rose in a glass case. Oh, I, know. I like that. Yeah, it's really romantic. I know. Um, should we talk briefly about the traffic lights in Melbourne? Yes. I just shoot more topics together. So in Melbourne for International Women's Day, they've installed pedestrian crossing lights that are the female, I guess the toilet symbol. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> just for crossing the road, it's not like doing shit on the other side of the road. And um, Piers Morgan's angry. As he Piers Morgan. It must be good then. It must be good. It must yeah. be good then, yeah. Um, also, he needs to go for a long jog off a pier. <laughs> yeah. That's the same. If he doesn't like the traffic lights, don't use them. Just walk straight into the Yeah, don't play in the traffic <laughs> oh, here. Just ignore them. <laughs> just I'm going to listen to a woman telling me when to cross the road. But I did think uh, one one of our um, Facebook followers made a good point yes. um, after we posted about that today, um, about how the symbol that traditionally wears sort of a skirt doesn't necessarily represent women because not all women identify, or people who identify as women identify with a person that wears a dress mm-hmm. which makes me think we need new symbols we need something else yeah like that like they put it out there that if like citizens should design the new new zealand flag we should have like a citizen design competition for new gender symbols yeah what so lasers for example <laughs> boobs and man bits like like everything like everything. like a pan Every a pan person that would look so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you can't just have something that's completely nondescript, but you still want it to be a bit creative. Yeah. Somebody told me once, and it stuck in my head, is that the international symbol for the lady is actually a woman in a pair of trousers wearing a superhero cape. Yeah. I and that. that's how I think of it rather than a lady in a frock, but that's just inside my own head. And yeah. no, but not everybody lives there. 
Mm. <laughs> or maybe it could be like if they did in Wellington and have it be specific women, like Kate Shepherd and exactly. Cameron. Oh, that's good. Cool. I love those. Like, I've only yeah. crossed them once, and by God, did I feel cool when they did. Right. I was like, <laughs> like, did a little waggle. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That's have a, a good idea. Yeah. yeah. A Lord Light. A Lord Light. In Devonport. <laughs> it's always green. <laughs> hey! Sorry, sorry. Don't clap. So. Um, Jacinda Ardern, next topic. So, obviously, yeah. new deputy leader of the Labour Party, lots of commentary around her, a lot about her looks. Almost yes. 100% of the time. So, every now and then, I have a fit of rage in my office, and it quite often happens on Monday mornings about 11 o'clock when Matthew Hooten is doing political commentary. And uh, I don't know, it's coincidental in many ways, but um, so last Monday, it was after the by-election when she had won a decent percentage of the vote before the deputy leadership change, and Matthew Hooten said that uh, he knew, I don't know how, that she uh, doesn't have respect from her colleagues for her intellect and that she mainly campaigns on her looks. And it just it infuriates me because it's <sighs> bullshit. And I don't know what she's supposed to do with her face. <laughs> and just to completely, you know, to take marks off somebody because of the way they look. It doesn't matter if the, if it's because they look great or because they look whatever it is. And it's, also, it's a lie. Yeah, the fact that someone mm. campaigns on something means that they've stood up and said, "This is my position." Yeah, to campaign it's on like, your looks. This you is my to position. Vote, it's vote not... for me because I'm pretty. Yeah, look yeah. at me. Yay, vote, vote. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, the, the debate that um, the spin-off hosted for the um, Mount Albert by-election. There's, there's so much going on in that lady's head, like her, her knowledge, her recall, her intelligence, which she could answer stuff, she could just pull up information or she could answer stuff on the spot, just coming from like the party perspective, from her personal perspective. She's an incredible politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a track record. And, and all it did on, on Monday was, I got the echoes of, Decades of people saying Helen Clark not feminine enough, Looks like and a man. now Jacinda too pretty. It's like mm. fuck you all, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fuck you. <laughs> yep. There was a real grim segment on Seven Days where they um did a whole. I don't know. She wasn't even the, the joke. She was just in the background, right? And I think it was fucking Chopper. Yeah. Like, who's this? And like, just pulled the whole thing towards her appearance and talked about it for ages. Yeah. And you know, do you even know who she was? I don't know. I don't know. He he probably does. Feels like he should. Was was pretending that he didn't. You know, the easiest way to make jokes about politics is to make jokes about people's physicality. Yeah. Mm. Hello, Jerry Brownlee and. Muldoon and all those, but it's not good comedy, and it's, yeah. I don't know, it's particularly irksome when it comes to dismissing women for how they look. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny to just throw sex toys at them and make fun of that. Yeah, years. that's <laughs> the best way. Yeah, no, if you try harder to make a joke, you'll be talking about something other than the way somebody looks. Yeah. yeah. It's not big or clever, is it? It's not big, and it's not clever, and you've let your team down, and you've let yourself down. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll just be keeping an eye on that, I think. Yes, collectively. Yes. If you see anything, mm. that's thing. If you see something, say something. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be to do with what women who are in politics are wearing and the tone of their voices. Always. Yeah. Interestingly, and someone pointed this out on Twitter, we've seen nothing about who's Justin Gardner's partner? 
Clark, is Clark, Clark Kent. I always want to say Clark Kent. We've never had any like, <laughs> what is he wearing? He was seen looking swish out yeah, <laughs> outside yeah. SPQR. Like, yeah. there's just been nothing like that. I did see him manoeuvring her campaign caravan down Hakanoa Street. Ooh. It was fraught. It's a very narrow street, there's speed bumps, they looked worried. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't, like, report it to the media or anything. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Um, more questions from our lovely On The Rag Facebook friends. These two are kind of the same, so I just sort of put them together. So Katie asks, how do you politely tell your va vaguely sexist because they think it's funny friends to shut up and fuck off? And Beck Woolhouse asks, what's the best way to tell the older, to call out the older generation um, on their vaguely racist, sexist, harassment-like comments. Do you have any answers? I have one phrase that works for all, but you can change the way you say it and the look on your face when you say it, yes. which is just, I'm not okay with that. But you can kind of, I've done it in a way that it's just sort of, it sounds like I'm kidding until <laughs> someone looks me in the eyes and then they realize that I'm not kidding. <laughs> Or yeah. with sort of like older people that don't really know very well, I don't care if they like me or not. So I'm just sort of like, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. And what's the reaction? But I think it's all in like the delivery. Yeah. I think there's ways of sort of saying it to your friends that is a, like, isn't going to completely kill the mood. Mm. Like, oh, I'm not okay with that. You know? <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, oh, sorry. <laughs> practice lines of delivery yeah um, so I, one of the best ways is to, uh, for me is to um, say that I don't understand and can they explain it some more <laughs> yeah because nothing sucks the confidence out of a joke teller than you going I, I sorry I don't know what you mean <laughs> yeah what, what, what do you Why? mean women have ruined the veterinary industry can you just can you no let's dig down into that yeah. do you where do yeah. you have stats and just ask them questions mm, yeah like yes yeah. Yeah. Ask for data yeah, to one, back up the grade. Data yeah. and specifics. At the very least, get them to repeat it because sometimes people hear themselves say yeah. something and go, oh, fuck, I am a dick. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do nothing. that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just go stone cold. Like, yeah. just freeze. That's another good one. Someone's talking to you, just freeze. Yeah. Just stare at them. I had a guy. That's good for bears. In a cafe. for bears. Yeah. Bears yeah, yeah. and sexism. Yeah. <laughs> A guy at a cafe near here said to me one morning, I was just waiting for coffee, and he was like, better stay away from those Brazilians. I was like, what? Sorry? He was like, oh, this, this Zika virus, don't have, any don't have sex with any Brazilians. And I was just like, that is so terrible and bizarre and awful that I was absolutely dumbstruck. So all I could think of was just focus on your facial expression. Just focus on so I just went... <laughs> him and like walked out with my coffee because I couldn't find a word to answer something so bizarre and stupid. Make her face. See, so you could have asked him. Just ask for more information. Are you okay, talking about time. people from Brazil? Yeah. Or are you talking about people with Brazilian Brazilian <laughs> head things? Yeah. Whilst yeah. making the face as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a massive combo. Backing away. <laughs> Just freak them out. Yeah. Add in some finger guns. <laughs> yes. yes, always. Yeah. Um, mansplain moment. 
Do you guys have any from, from the month? I've got a few that are just Facebook comments. So if you have any IRL things that uh, happen to no, you. No, I don't uh, have one. I was doing a comedy show and I went to go through, go through the stage door and uh, one of the people in charge of the room said, "That's you can't go back there, that's just for comedians. <laughs> oh, God. No. Did, did you say you'd just come off stage? No, I was on my way there. Oh, right. I was on my way there. But he assumed that uh, because it was on a ship, it was on a boot. It's on a, a, oh, yeah. I don't know how. Why am I giving you synonyms? For, <laughs> you know, it's on a boot. And so I was going, yeah, going through the stage door. And so he just assumed if a, if a woman was going through that door, she was mistaken. Lost. Because they were expecting a comedian. What did you do? I went, I am the comedian. And then went through the door. <laughs> it wasn't hard to get over it, but it was just it's like, oh. Sometimes they look like us. Yeah. Mm. Shocking. Shocking. It shocking. Um, I have some ones that I actually lifted, Michelle, from when you were on the project and talked about uh, the, the tampon, tampon subsidy, subsidy, which we'll get to in a second. You read the comments? I read the comments. Oh, I didn't. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, can I tell you, I didn't read them, so this is going no, to be all new. Okay, okay. Well, I did this because I knew that there would be bad stuff for this particular segment. I didn't do it for, for entertainment for joy. Um, so Chad Monroe, this is all in tampons, men, says, I think you'd find there'd also be used ones everywhere too. <laughs> so if we we constantly doing that. We are just going to be burning through them because they are yeah, cheap. Free. I don't have to do wow. something tidy. Ten minutes. Chad. <laughs> Take it out. That's how cheap they are. Chad? Chad. Chad. <laughs> Someone call Chad's mum. Chad needs, someone needs to have a word with him. I love how, like, suddenly Chad is concerned with litter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> time to clean up New Zealand. <laughs> Get the tampons off the street. <laughs> Um, another long one. Oh, I just wrote someone else. I'm not sure who this is. If men menstruated, it wouldn't be such a big deal. We would just do it. <laughs> okay. If women ejaculated semen, sorry, it's really angry. If women ejaculated semen and, and we didn't, we would keep hearing about how painful and inconvenient it was. Ejaculating semen under the same circumstances as men do, and if Sophie finds that quite uncomfortable, I think she should go to the doctor. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he really Stop doesn't understand a lot of stuff. This is great. He's never met a woman. That's what that means. That's what that means. And there's one more, and I he think this is just do it. This is really good. It's time for some logic. This is by another person whose name I took out, but so this is tampon subsidies. By that logic, beer, tits, and cars would be free. <laughs> Hold on, there's a dot, dot, dot. There's a dot, dot, dot. dot, dot, dot. Nope, they're still overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't, I don't cars? even. Cars? So, beer, beer, tits, and cars tits. Uh, to treat what? <laughs> Just to put up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put a cat or a <laughs> or your tits there. Yeah, so those were some good mansplain moments. And those are from New Zealand men in this country responding to this issue. I blame the education wow. system. Yeah. There's a lot to blame. Um, 
So on that note, let's talk about the positives of Yay. tampon subsidies and potentially getting pills over the counter and all these things in the works that seem like they might take a lot of admin off our hands. That would and be great. Give us a bit more. It's a Itch. really, it's a really positive move, isn't it? To, I don't know why we're saying that after thousands of years, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, ha I have this fantasy that um, I quite like to redesign the world, well, just the people on it. God complex. Like, so, yeah, totally. Um, but like, imagine what the world would be like. Everybody, shut your eyes and imagine that when men and women have sex. Oh, um, yeah. That <laughs> and, and nice. maybe women and women and men and men have sex. There's, it's a, it's a crapshoot about who gets pregnant. Oh, I like that. Like, roll the dice. Sometimes it could be her, sometimes it could be him. Yeah. So they're both really invested in safe sex and contraception and parenting, all those things. So, you know, I, I think men's attitude towards sex would be really different. And, yeah. and, and, and they were taking the same risks. And then I kept thinking about that and I realised that it would be like both men and women were responsible equally as parents. Mm. And actually it's supposed what? to be like that already. <laughs> what? And then my head exploded. Yeah. Yeah. So, and imagine how different it would be in terms of, you know, how good contraception would be yeah. if um, if men were said, you have to choose if you're going to be a parent or have a career, gentlemen. Imagine mm. how different the world would be. Mm. So I'm saying. I like that. The baby gamble. Mm. Yeah. It'd be cool, it wouldn't it? Yeah, that's really cool. It'd be like a game show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of us is pregnant, but who? It's great. Um, I'm also quite into cheaper tampons because, and I don't mean to say this in like a way like I'm embarrassed about it, but whenever I have to go to the supermarket to just buy tampons, you never just buy tampons. You kind of cushion the blow. Well, I do anyway. It's like, you don't want to go in and buy just toilet paper because everyone's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to be doing yeah. I think you might be thinking about this too. <laughs> Am I alone? No, no. I, I, <laughs> I would like to share on that note, because I know I'm not, well, this is different. This is someone from the spinoff who's not here, so that's fine, who said whenever he has to go buy tampons for a woman, he's like, I balance it out by buying a big bottle of Coke. <laughs> Just like a little manly, like... Yeah, this is a very check, but look at this. <laughs> the bloke's drink. Caffeine and sugar. <laughs> Big 2.25. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Okay, maybe I'm alone, but I just thought if I'm spending less on tampons, then, because there's always this extra cost that I buy, like, an avocado to put on top and, like, a chuck's cloth to put underneath. See, I'm I, not saying you should I be embarrassed. I'm just saying this is what I do. But it would be, like... Five blocks of Whitaker's chocolate. Yeah. Like a sandwich. Panadol and some tissues for all the crying. Yeah, yeah. We can have more money for that. It's, yeah. it's a win-win. Yeah. Um, but hold on, guys. Before we get too excited about that, there is another product on the market, which we've been really excited to talk about. We're so excited. This whole time, because someone put this on our Facebook page. Um, it's vagina glue. Yeah. Basically, it has a what? name. Tell us all about it. No, it's how does that work? It's called Menses. Menses. I think. Oh, Menses. But it I just looks you. like, to a woman, it looks like it's Menses. Exactly. It was invented by a man. Some friggin' guy who was like, I've got a solution, ladies. He's Glue a, it up. He's a, <laughs> he's a chiropractor in Wichita. 
I don't think that qualifies them to know much about how it all works, but yeah. Mm. So can basically I, you glue it together. Can I you read? Can, yes. Can I read? Yeah. This so is a good. patented product. This is not a joke as so far as we know. So this is from the, well, I think it's their uh, Facebook page, Menzies. And the, um, the logo is like a little upside down heart. I'm not sure what that's meant to represent. Um, have you ever woke up with your lips stuck together? It didn't hurt and it was kind of fun. All you had to do was wet your lips from the inside with saliva and they became unstuck. That is the principle behind Menzies and a revolutionary safer solution for women to control their periods without the need for tampons, pads, badge cups, I don't know what that is, or period panties. Menzies is a natural combination of amino acids and oil in a lipstick applicator <laughs> that is applied to the lips down under during the period. The period. I've got to the period. It causes them to stick together strong enough to prevent leakage. That is, that is until the user urinates. The urine instantly unsticks the labia and allows every everything to wash out into the toilet. Wipe and reapply Menzies lipstick. Clean, safe, secure, and done. Coming to a store near you soon. Nope. <laughs> you guys aren't keen? Keen, keen ladies? I like to try that product. Safe, secure, and all. Oh, gotta think of another word. Done. <laughs> uh, complete. In one, one of his ads, he, he said it, it turns the vagina into a self cleaning shower drain. <laughs> I know. He's never met a lady either. It's just... Who are you? And can you send us some? <laughs> Do we know if, if the product has actually been like approved? Well, I think like the concept is patented. I don't know if it actually exists and a real woman on this earth has tried it. I would say no. Because uh, um, when we talked about it, we, it, it, it was like, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> like it, it ignores how women are actually built. You know, the urethra is in a different place from where the cervix comes and the empties into. I don't know. Um, anyway, the real point is the fucking stakes are so high that Crazy. if it didn't work, yeah. you know, if if it, yeah, you you've just you. You're back to using your <laughs> veg cups. Like free gift with purchase is a pair of white pants. Just, <laughs> you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. Ashley but in the corner the there. Ashley had a great suggestion when we were talking about this. And she said, why don't they make a glue to put over the top of a penis? <laughs> to, stop the, <laughs> to stop that painful semen going out. <laughs> yes. I mean, I feel like we should just patent that right now. That's yeah. right. Apparently you can just make up a thing and yeah. say it's a product. So... <laughs> A movie, a spray-on condom. <gasps> what? what? I'm familiar with a sci-fi film. Anyone? No. We I'll just go. Yeah, and then there's an incident in the film where they don't have the stuff that dissolves it, and he pees. Am I just making this up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds sounds like a bad dream. Yeah. Okay. Let's just re. Can we cut that? No, it's live. <laughs> Fuck. It's all good. Let's go. <laughs> Cold tips time. On that note. <laughs> Do you have any cool tips from the month? Things you've learned to make your life a little bit easier? Or things people have told you? <laughs> I forgot to bring a cool tip. My only one, and it's, it's uh, if you're ever in a 
situation where you're getting lots of flowers, and oh. uh, yes, um, people send flowers sometimes for various occasions, and sometimes they send you get a lot at a time. Uh, and you want to say thank you to people. I've worked out what to do is to take a photograph of the flowers and text it to the sender because whoever sent you flowers has never seen the flowers that they've sent. Yeah. And mm. it will do, you know, instead of sitting down and writing, dear person, thank you yeah. for sending the flowers, you just send them the, a picture of the flowers that they sent. That's a good tip. Yeah, I think it's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's thoughtful. Well, they were thoughtful, really. You're just sending them a picture. <laughs> just going through the motions. Um, I have a cool tip, which I kind of already used, um, returning to stone in this situation. But I, I put this into practice at Laneway. Um, we were sitting, waiting for a, uh, an act to come on, and there was a guy next to me who I had real sunburnt legs, and I'm not proud of that, but I did. And I'm very white, so they were very red. And it looked funny, sure, whatever. But he leaned over and went, oh, you're talking about this sunburnt leg. And I was sitting there cross-legged, my legs were bare, and I just looked at him, and then I was slowly turning to stone as that was happening. And I said, don't fucking touch my leg again. And he freaked out, and so I just sat there and stared at him. And, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I said, it's okay. Um, you're the one who touched my leg. I don't have to say anything else to you. And then, like, at this point, my friend started leaning over and saying, do you want to move? Are you okay? And I said, no, I'll stay. <laughs> I said, no, I got it, I got it. And I stood there and stared at him forever, and he started retreating. <laughs> Slowly retreating. And then he kind of came back and went, I'm sorry if that's awkward. And I was like, you're the one that made it awkward. You're the one who touched my leg. And then his friend was like, are you all right, mate? And his friend's like, nah, I want to leave. <laughs> Amazing. Yes! Yeah, that does look great. His really good. Retreated back into the crowd. Cool. So yeah, just wait it out. I mean, if it's obviously if it's like safe enough and you know, you know, something bad, really bad's not happening. But God, turn they freak stone. out when you turn to stone on them, just like a garden gnome. Just sit there, like this is me. Just you have to fishing. deal with it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. And yeah, I just thought it's not often that I know exactly what to do in that situation. Yeah, that's great. But I did. Yeah. In that moment, and I just thought. Try it. <laughs> try it. So, so good. Try staying still. Trunk um, him to a tiny person that had creeped away. Exactly. Great. Retreat. Back to see. Well done. White. I can't even remember the name. Um, another question from Nat Baker, who has a Baker-related question. Oh. Should you make a cake for work? I have debated this with many female colleagues about whether it lowers one to do this or if it actually encourages a more kind workplace. What do you reckon? Oh, the second thing. Yeah. Kind? Yeah, I like yeah. making for my workmates. But to be honest, it's usually the ladies that do it. Do you, I don't have workmates. Not always. But um, <laughs> but do you, like, if if the, do you encourage men to, like, can you make a, you can do it well, overtly. Oh, no. I, in my company, there, uh, there's only, there's the boss, and then there's one male employee, and then the rest of us are ladies. But the one, the boss can't cook. Um, but the one male employee is an amazing cook, so he actually bakes. So yeah, yeah. He, but he's like a real overachiever. So it's not just like <laughs> I made some kind of edible cupcakes. It's like I made some fucking French donuts with yeast with a starter dough that I created what in a 1994. Wanker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so it. delicious. That's fucking <laughs> <it>, guy. <though. Love laughs> 
hate him. But in past workplaces, it has usually been women that think of the gesture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you could, couldn't you, you know, on the day that somebody brings in some muffins, yeah. say... Your turn next, Nigel. Exactly. Looking forward to your <laughs> role. There's Nigel, Nigel, Trevor, Trevor. Chad, <laughs> Chad, Chad, Brian, Brian, and Brian's a big one. Yeah, um, I, like I have a suggestion, which is bake all you want, but give the men twelve percent less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wrote that a long That's time ago. Really <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Gender pay gap. We've already kind of done a podcast about this, but it is obviously yeah. not going away anytime soon. Um, after that, Ali, Ali Mao published a opinion, well, a, a column on stuff about how she asked for she the same pay. She called the fuck out. That was yeah. so gangster. So good. So, good. so she asked yeah. about being paid the same as Mike Hosking. Um, and they said and they went, no. Oh. They went, oh. <laughs> and there were comments on it. I did read the comments on that one. Um, where people were saying, well, that's because he's more experienced. No, he wasn't. She wasn't. Well, that's because he pulled in better ratings. She'd just been offered the job. Yeah. She wasn't actually on air yet. Nobody yeah. knew what the ratings were doing. He also, he'd been avoid- kicked off. Yeah, he'd It's gone. a really low, low bar. Yeah. It's like a, mm. not a hard act to follow. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she just wasn't dead enough behind the eyes. <laughs> uh, she looks too alive. Maybe her jeans weren't distressed enough. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the bird poo on your jeans? <laughs> One for the Hosking jeans. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We have done a whole podcast about this, so I don't know how much we want to talk about it. Well, but just quickly, the one interesting when one of the interesting things about the research that came out yesterday is that. 80% of the reason for the pay gap, because it used to be about qualification, different qualifications, uh, industries that women work in not being as well paid as equivalent industries that men are more populous in, um, education qualifications experience. Yeah, so, uh, and now they're saying it's not those things, it's unconscious bias. And that's the big change from the last time that research was done. It's about people not promoting women, about people not creating workplaces yeah. that women feel good about staying in, where women don't get burnt out because they're primary caregivers as well. So so it, what hit me yesterday was that it's hearts and minds that need to change. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And there's mm. also the suggestion that one of you had about in the hiring process... Pitch black room. Yes. Pitch and a voice room. changer. Yes. And you no don't know who you're talking to. It's like the voice, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like have your HR person chair. go through and take people's names out of CVs. Yeah. Or, or like especially if you can tell that it's a woman's name or a man's name and then submit them or something mm-hmm. like that. Just person X. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Oh. Oh, oh. oh my God, Uh-oh. we've gone over time. Uh-oh. I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. Well, someone's asked a question about family first. Yes. We but to family a, first. But family first. But family first. Yeah, that's what I was going for you, sorry. We it's have really answered question. that question. I mean, someone wanted to know, how do I acquire, Rachel Harris, how do I acquire family first genetic material to insert into my voodoo dolls in order to get really efficient results when I stick pins in every time they release a press statement? <laughs> it's a terrific question. I think the answer is... It's a great is, question. Uh, they tend to, you can find family first 
hanging around. They're policing women's toilets um, most of the time to make sure that everybody Why in there was so born. Why obsessed with toilets? Female. It's so creepy. Yeah, that's really like, creepy. Like, what are they doing in the toilet? Yeah, that they don't want anybody to see. That they think mm. it's some kind of a sweet, like, sure you just pee and you wash your hands and then leave. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Oh, well, that's not what I do in the toilet. And, uh, <laughs> I hang around. I have a three-course meal. <laughs> Eat my lunch. I don't want a, a trans woman doing that in the toilet with my Because that would really impact on my nothing. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was shit that they put out that video and then the hero published it like it was valid. Yeah. All yeah. it was was actual trans bashing. It was bullying a teenager, not even an adult, a trans teenager who's going through enough, forcing them to sort of have to be this national flag bearer mm-hmm. for a cause that they're just getting their heads around. It was it was shitty on Family First part, obviously, but incredibly irresponsible on the Herald's part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Negligent. Negligent. There is actually, though, a Family First uh, free post address. Yes. <laughs> Which we will oh, put hello. on our Facebook page um, tonight. So if you want to send a letter, a postcard, what else can we send? A poo. <laughs> <laughs> Just use, get rid of all these used tampons, tampons. that we're going to start throwing <gasps> around. Because <laughs> they'd be cheap. But... So cheap. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, just your opinions. Just enough. your opinion. <laughs> I'm sending a poo. We're not encouraging. I think that might be illegal to I send fecal matter in the post. Oh, all right. Okay, I'll just write a letter. <laughs> in poo. Um, so I guess we should wrap up. Do we have a book club and a watch club? What have we been watching? Yes. yes. Okay. I just Can I just give a shout out to if you have the internet, um, TV and Z On Demand have this really good new web series, which is called So This Happened, um, which is kind of women telling their own stories of experiencing harassment or sexism or racism kind of in their own words, and it's like amazingly animated, and it's just really cool to they're see. They're really great. Yeah. And they're kind of funny, but not not like, like taking the, the piss yeah. out of the situation. The first one about a woman who was approached by a guy, and just the very top of his penis was sort of visible over... His pets, and she's sort of telling this story like she's concerned for him that he's left the house with this major wardrobe malfunction <laughs> and he doesn't know. And she's like, Should I tell him? And then her boyfriend comes to pick her up, and she's like, Hey, this weird thing happened. And they're like, Yeah, that was definitely deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Oh my God. It's, yeah, it's stuff like that. And they're really beautifully animated. They're really yeah. great. Maybe he was just drying his penis glue. <laughs> his glue. <laughs> It wasn't. He didn't want to put his penis in his yeah. pants to the groom. Go to his You'd never get your pants off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, should we end with our Yas Queen? Yeah. Always good to end on a positive note. Yes. yes. Yeah. Who have you guys got? I've got Jan Logie from the Greens and Amy Adams from the National Party, Minister of Justice. Jan Logie has got a bill before Parliament to grant women. 10 days paid leave uh, if they are victims of domestic violence so that they can deal with lawyers and court appearances and shifting house. And out of the blue, Amy Adams uh, announced on Twitter yesterday, she was a little bit Trump-like, 
Easy now. Uh, she announced that she would be supporting Jan's bill going to select committee reading, and it's so that's fantastic. So they've got the numbers to get this uh, this bill to the select committee, and um, I just I really love it that I quite like Amy Adams. I think she's a sneaky feminist. Um, she's no, just <laughs> fighting against the conservatism and getting some shit done. Yeah. And I and all power to her, and of course to Jan for having the bill in the first place and lovely to see that kind of cross-party work happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. Yes, yeah. Queen. Yes, yeah. Queen. <laughs> what about you, Leonie? Um, my Yes, Queen is um, my Chen, who is a, a lawyer with uh, Chen Palmer. I interviewed her last week for a story that I'll be doing in Mana Magazine in a couple of issues um, about this uh, new organisation that she's created called um, Super, Super Diverse Women, which is a really weird name, but actually comes from part of Chen Palmer's business, which is called the Super Diversity Center, which helps corporations and businesses um, become more diverse in their staff and their practices and also create products that um, appeal to a more diverse consumer base. But she started this group called Super Diverse Women, which is like 150 women of color from New Zealand, all indigenous or immigrant backgrounds, who are all just kick-ass leaders in whatever field, like business, corporate, education, mm -hmm. um, people in sort of high up in like iwi organizations, 150 women that she's just sort of brought together like amazing women of color Voltron just to have <laughs> influence on things that matter at like a national level, like mm -hmm. law and policy. And like also to just be there as like um, a, just a giant group of mentors for other women who want to basically just see themselves reflected in corporate New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And um, I interviewed her and she was just like, you've got this many minutes, I'm very busy, I'm very powerful. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but just like you, just every single word was just so perfectly placed and she, I just loved her. Yeah. I want to be a boss bitch like her when I grow up. That's nice. great. My team. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, I have two. The first one is Carnoa Lloyd, who's been doing an amazing job on the project, but she's also been like filtering through little feminist barbs, like almost nonstop, yeah. and I love it. I love yeah. it. So she's like, she told Paul Henry off for saying something about, uh, I can't remember who it was he was talking about. For but being if, Paul Henry. If, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, Paul. There was a, um, a, a woman politician who was on and, and Paul Henry was like, oh, I think she's foxy. And then Kanoa was like, I was thinking she's very intelligent and smart yeah. and good. Thank Can't you, Paul. Um, like, and just little things good. like that. She had another, they talked to that awful man. That the Australian, tourist guy. Yeah, the yeah. tourist guy who did the video about how a New and Zealand And she basically said, no, I can't listen to you. Go away. Yeah, yeah. she was so <laughs> fed up. And, and she said... Um, Oh, because he said something about, all oh, the women were rugged up. I couldn't even see anything. I was like, I'm oh, sorry. Um, but she said, Great I don't film. find jokes about what I'm supposed to wear. Not like, sorry, I fucked it up. I don't find jokes about what I'm supposed to wear. Particularly funny. Thank you. And it was just like these amazing moments on a 7 p.m. nightly current yeah. affairs show. And, you know, even having you on and yeah. saying, talking about you men so great. bleeding Aww. from their penises. You know? That you said bleeding amazing. from their penises on national television. You got away with it. <laughs> It was a highlight for me. Yeah. It was like huge. It was huge. And my second yes queen is Auntie Jackie, who is here Auntie tonight. Auntie Jackie's here tonight. Auntie Jackie, who does all amazing work um, collecting donations for the Women's Refuge. And I say this because I know there are people on Facebook right now. If you're on Facebook, please just search the aunties and give them a like yeah. and maybe give them some money. 
Thank you, Jandy. Alex did a really great interview with yeah. Jackie that's on the spin off that went up today. Oh, it's sort of, Jackie's got a dirty mouth, yeah. yeah, but a heart of gold. It's fucking not on, eh? <laughs> but it's great. It's a really good interview. Really it's a great, great interview. Great questions and fantastic. Yeah, refuge aunties do great work. Yeah. Michelle's the chairwoman of the board as well, so it's a and, family affair. And the aunties and auntie. And just an auntie. Well, on that note. I think we're going to wrap it up live and then have an audience Q&A if you guys want to ask us anything. But before we go, I'd just like to thank everyone who helped out tonight, especially Jose in his corner with all the wires and the stress. <laughs> but also Bon and Generator for having us and Clinique, Estee Lauder, uh, Proper Crisps, Little yum, Bird. Yum. The spin-off for having us on the website and everyone for coming along. It's been Thanks amazing. Thanks for coming, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, guys. So goodbye, Facebook. Bye, Facebook. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.